always keep this in mind when setting goals. What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host, and today's going to be a quick one. When we're done, please remember to go wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave us a five-star rating, write us a review, share it with a friend. I sat in on a new potential client consult this morning at our flagship. And the person who came in uh, is someone I've known for about, I don't know, 12 years. But we, we're we not friends and that we haven't stayed in touch. We don't hang out in the same social circles. We, we stay loosely connected through social media and those kinds of mediums. She came in because she said, you, you helped me get healthy and fit once before. And I'm hoping you can do it again. And now I don't usually sit in on anything at the flagship. The team over there is totally autonomous. Cody crushes, the staff crushes over there. It's, I'm, I'm, I couldn't be more proud, actually, of the business we have going at Active Life in Long Beach. But because I had a pre-existing relationship with this person and because this person reached out to me first, I agreed to go and sit in on the meeting to, to create some comfort in the room for her. When we got into what she was looking for, like how she would know it was working and, and what would make her happy, the, the things that she was bringing up were all related to the gym. It was knowing that she was making progress last time she did this or last time she got into real fitness in CrossFit because the people who used to run faster than she did, she started to beat them on an 800-meter run. The rows, like the, the, the erg, the rower, that she couldn't even finish a 500-meter row on to start, she was one of the best 2K rowers in the gym inside of a year. Uh, you know, being able to get her first pull-up, remembering the time that she got a rope climb, all of that kind of stuff, and, and the ability to get RX on a workout, do it as we rowed it instead of having to modify in any way. Those are the things that she described as being the things that if she could do those things again, she would know she was being successful. And now, if you know anything about me and you know anything about Active Life, you know that we only sell to people in the market for what we have. And we don't have any of the things that she just described as potentials for her to be successful with us. And so... We could not have made an offer to her to enroll with us if that's what she was going to use to measure success. And the last thing that we want to do is shift her perspective on what would be successful and have her agree to something in the room that she didn't really believe or have any passion for. So something that occurred to me was it's possible that she was explaining to me her goals and the things that she would measure success by based on what she knows and based on what her previous experience is, but not based on all of the opportunities that she has for this kind of progress. And so I asked that question very specifically. I said, are you mentioning these things inside of the gym? Because that's how you've measured things in the past and they're more important to you 
than being able to do other things that you mentioned before, but that are not goals that you stated just now? Like, for example, um, putting the tent for hiking on top of the car without having a third person come to your side to assist, being able to load the kayaks in and out of the truck, being able to go on the hike and keep up and even do it faster than your friend, being able to work out with your son without getting tired faster than he does. Um, you know, being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, damn, I look good in all of the things I own. Are those things less important to you than this success in the gym? And she said, no, it's not. In fact, if I'd realized that those are things that I could have named, those would have been the things I named. And I wouldn't care about what happens in the gym setting to get them. And then she paused and she said, wow, I feel like I'm pitching you guys on me. And that was the highest compliment that I've gotten in a quote sales meeting that I've gotten in a long time because it was very clear to her that our intention was not to sell her anything. It was to, it was to buy the idea that she should be a client and that put her at ease. The thing I want you to keep in mind when you're thinking about goals is we have one and she has one. Oftentimes the goal for the business is to close the deal. Our goal is to identify if we think we can help somebody and then to identify if we want to and then to figure out what it's going to take. This was not the meeting to sell anything. This was the meeting to figure out if we think we can help her and want to help her. That was our goal, not to get her to say yes to anything. And we had to be really thorough about that. And when we do that, it allows people to really tell the truth in the meeting. So when you're the seller, when you're the gym owner or whatever have you, the coach, I would love for you to put yourself in that position instead of hoping somebody enrolls. Put yourself in the position of being the buyer and allowing them to be the seller and set your first goal at being to thoroughly investigate whether or not you believe you want to and can help the person sitting across from you better than anybody else in town. That, that was our goal. So reframe your thoughts to becoming the buyer and the incremental goal becomes, can I and do I want to help this person? Now for her, if you're the person who is um, looking for the help, or frankly, if you're the person looking to provide the help, it, it, it works there too. Um, avoid taking words at face value. Ask more questions of yourself and of the person you're talking to. If we just left it at, yeah, I want to be able to like run faster than people and, you know, get a pull up again and be able to climb a rope and all this kind of stuff. The meeting would have ended with us saying, we're not the right place for you. And she would have left dejected because we were the right place for her. We are the right place for her. And we spent over an hour making sure, helping her walk through all of the possibilities for how she could be serviced in other places. We named four other group fitness facilities in our town that we wanted to 
make sure there wasn't a good case for her to join before we told her to come to us. And she ruled all of them out. We didn't. We asked why she didn't think you could, why don't you think you could be successful there? So when we were, and then we said, is it possible that they could do this? And she's like, well, maybe but what I really value here is the education that you provide. I, I want to develop as a person. I, I need someone who's really going to meet me where I am and teach me specifically what I need to know for me and for my body in this phase of my life. And I don't think I'm going to get that anywhere else. And she's right. So she ruled out all the other places. Now, had, had we taken at face value the goals that she gave us, we would have told her not to enroll. We would have told her, we can't help you do those things. Instead, by reframing and asking the next question, which was, is it that those things are important to you? Or is it that you believe those things lead to the other things that you mentioned earlier you can't do? And the things that you want to be able to do are what's really important. So those are the goals. Which is it? Is it the things in the gym? Or the things that you said earlier you can't do, like putting the tent on the car, loading the kayak, going on the hike, standing up on the snowboard, all that stuff. She's like, oh no, it's that stuff. The gym stuff, I just think is what gets me there. Awesome. Then we can help you. And the last thing that she mentioned when I was there, and I had to leave a little bit early, but the last thing she mentioned was that she, she really did enjoy the community aspect and the competitive vibe of being in a group fitness environment. And she asked if we do that, if there's like a graduate to that. And we don't. We don't. And this is another example of allowing the goals that you have to marry the goals of the person sitting across from you if you really want to be in service of them. What I shared with her was... We are not an exclusive entity in that if you are coming to us, you are disallowed or dissuaded from going anywhere else. If it's part of what you need to stay motivated and excited and on the path to have a really social workout once a week, let's say, we would recommend that you join another business in town that would provide that and use them simultaneously with us. And we will balance what it is that you're getting with the knowledge that you're going to go do some haphazard shit somewhere else for your psyche. And we support that fully. Would we rather somebody train with us three times a week and allow us complete control over what it is that they do so that we can get them their results the fastest possible? Yes, absolutely. But the best program in the world is the one you're going to do. And so if the one that she needs includes some, quote, fun stuff and community and a social aspect to keep her going, and we withhold that from her, she's not long for our service, and we're not going to be able to get her where she wants to go. It's going to be a slog. She's going to burn out on it. So it's in our best interest to support her being able to do those things too. And I see a lot of trainers and coaches and gym owners fall into the trap that I fell into, which was if you don't come here at least three days a week, and if you're doing other stuff, I can't 
know what you're trying. I, I can't know what other inputs are going in. So I can't help you. You're not being serious. You're not going to get results. I fell into that trap of that belief set when I was in my late twenties, early thirties. And I see a lot of gym owners and coaches falling into that same trap. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to make that mistake. You can skip that mistake. It's not true. If you're a CrossFit gym owner and you dislike the idea of someone coming to you one day a week because you believe CrossFit's the best thing in the world for them and they shouldn't be doing yoga and Pilates and Zumba the other three days a week or going for a run or bodybuilding, you're making yourself more important than you need to be. And in doing so, you're making the client less important than they are. Meet a person where they are. Tell them the truth. Serve them the best that you possibly can. Make sure that you have absolute clarity about the goals. What is the success criteria? And then, and only then, offer enrollment. Or if you're the other person, if you're the person who's looking to enroll, only after all of that's established and you believe you're going to be able to get it there, enroll. That's how we want it to be with anybody who buys anything from us at Active Life. I believe there are four things you must know before you're going to say yes. You must trust that, first of all, you must have a problem you believe we can solve. Second, you must trust our company. Third, you must trust our process. Third, you must trust our people. And fourth, you must trust yourself to be able to execute our process to success. If any one of those is untrue, you're not enrolling. We know that. It's our job to make sure that we help you flush that out, not that we convince you of anything. Remember, if you love this podcast, please head to wherever you rate it or wherever you listen to it. Leave us a five-star rating. Write us a review. Share it with a friend. And, of course, I don't do this often, and I should do it more often. I should remind you that you can. We are the absolute best in the world at what we do. And what we do is we help people get out of pain without going to the doctor or giving up their active lifestyle from anywhere in the world online. We develop coaches into active life professionals who can pursue a career bridging the gap and creating an adjacent lane to fitness and healthcare. And we help gym owners convert their business from a nice place that provides fitness entertainment for healthy people to get fit to being in a category of one that creates iconic results for the ownership, the team, and the clients who use the business. If you want to be in a relationship with Active Life in one of those three ways, Shoot me a DM on Instagram at Dr. Sean Pastuch and let's have a conversation about it. Until next time, turn pro.